Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, and welcome back to another edition of Movement Radio. I am your host, Chip Hazard. I am your co-host, Talon Williams. And today, we're simply just going to say thank you. Definitely. Thank you for all the love and support that you've given us on the past episode, the horror movie episode. I know it was a little long. We got we got into it. We were feeling it. And we just we couldn't stop. So <clears throat> that one was uh, at the hour, 55-minute mark, two hours. And we appreciate you guys sticking around and listening to that one and everything. Um, yeah, it was a pretty good episode. I enjoyed it. Um, I enjoyed talking about a lot of the different horror movies that we like to watch and some stuff that scared us, entertained us, freaked us out. Um, I actually had somebody here at the at, uh, at the real job say, hey, did you guys do that horror movie episode yet? I'm like, yeah, we'll send you the link. Um, you know, and we already have it, you know, distributed, obviously. And we have a whole nother poll that's been up. If I'm not mistaken, the poll ends... In six days. Yep. I looked at it. <clears throat> it ends in six days. Um, and it's between cult classic movies and haunted places in America. Yeah, and just so you guys know, um, <clears throat> who, wh- whichever side of the poll wins, uh, we can go in and we can look and see like who voted for what. And when once we record that episode, so if Haunted Places in America wins, everybody that voted for that will get a link in their inbox to that episode excuse me um so that way you guys get you know a direct link straight to it you don't have to worry about whether it's going to pop up on or when it's going to pop up on google podcast apple podcast or wherever you listen to the episodes app um this weekend we made our debut for kapow wrestling and man, it, it was it was fun. It was a really good show. Um, a lot of great uh, people in the locker room that we've had a good con- we've had good, good matches with, good conversations with. Uh, the gymnastic boys were there filming some pretty goofy stuff with. Uh, oh yeah, I can't wait to. That. I can't wait to watch I can't that. Wait That's to watch gonna be that. funny. Um, that menace was there, you know, caving somebody's chest in. It was a fun time. Our good buddy Chase Jordan was also there. He got beat up by a girl, which is okay because you know he won that match. He still got beat up. <laughs> um, nah, well that's all, that's, all, that's all I love Chase. And it's 2019. I mean, intergender wrestling is it's the norm now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it so, is what it is. And um, you know, we had a good match versus the Southern Bad Boys, a team that a lot of people say are one of the better teams in the state of Tennessee in the Southeast. And I, we went out there. I was put, personally told Saturday night that they were the best team. In East Tennessee. Well, we went out there and had a damn good match with them. So I, I had I had fun with it. Um, you know, they said they wanted to wrestle us again. So I'm like, I'm down. You know, anytime they want to throw down one more time, we'll be more than happy to do that. Yep. Um, yep. Of course, the show ended in a little bit of controversy. Um, I don't, I don't think it was controversy. That. I don't think it was controversy at all. You, you, um, you talking about the whole thing at the end with? Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I don't think it was controversy. Ryan Dukey needed to get his job back. <laughs> That's a good point. All right. That's I mean, a good point. I didn't know this. I didn't know the uh, behind the scenes aspect of that. So I, that's why I was like, no, oh, it's kind of controversial. But I get it. Um, it's like, 
It Talon's a little <clears throat> feeling a little under the weather right now, oh, man, so it's bad, you man. might hear some coughing and sneezing or hacking. And if it gets too bad, we'll just cut it. We'll just, <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll cut and we'll re-record. Right. But if it's, if you're hearing this, then obviously we didn't re-record. Uh, it it was worse yesterday than it was um, today. Today I actually feel a little bit better. I feel a, I feel a little bit better now than I did this morning, which is way better than I felt Sunday. Uh, went over to mom's, um, washed some clothes, uh, had let uh, Malachi play with, you know, Lydia and Gabriel, and um, I just started feeling just weird, like I had a big, like I just figured, okay, I got a headache for whatever reason, it'll go away, I'll just take some ibuprofen or something, it'll go away, and then about an hour or so later, it felt like it got worse and it didn't get better, so I'm like, I'm just gonna lay down, so I laid down for an hour, woke up, still hurting, thinking, okay, what's going on? So I'm like, okay, this is sinus. It has to be sinus related. It has to be. Um, but then I got home that night and I was freezing to death. Like the house is right at like 70 degrees, which is hot compared to most other places. I mean, I know you keep your house about 55 degrees at the, at, at the most. The thermometers um, sit on, set on 62 currently. Right. Well, and I still sweat sometimes, right? Like, but I can't I mean, turn I it was, any colder because Jess and the boys will start freezing to death. Right. But yeah, it was, you know, I, I got up underneath about two blankets, I put a cold rag on my head, I had every light in the house cut off, I was just, I'm like, you know what, if I'm getting a fever, I might as well sweat it out now, you know, so luckily the fever broke in the middle of the night, so I was okay with that, and woke up still with a little bit of a headache, but took me some more medicine this morning I should be and I was feeling I feel better now compared to what I felt yesterday so that's always a good thing um and the laundry got done so I'm good with that um I had somebody uh ask me hey did you watch the uh pay-per-view last night the WWE had Clash of Champions on last night and I unfortunately don't have internet at my house right now, so there was no there's, there was no way for me to watch Clash of Champions, and I haven't really been watching a whole lot of the product for the past couple of months now. Um, but uh, I did. Yeah, but I mean, it's kind of hard for me to watch the product when you don't you don't have cable at your house. Right. You you don't have internet access except through your phone. Right. I mean, you could have watched the pay per view through your phone. Right. But then uh, that's going to burn up way too much of the data and everything like that. Yeah. But I you know I watched the highlights of the, of, uh, of it this morning. Um. So I think I know a little bit about what's going on. So yeah, we could get. I mean, we can discuss that if you wish, or we can move on to something else. But. I think somebody somebody had said like, hey, why don't you guys talk about this? Because you don't talk about wrestling that much. On, yeah, so on the I podcast. think I think today we're gonna we're gonna talk a little bit of wrestling. We're gonna do just a small recap of um, last night's Clash of Champions. Kind of what our thoughts are on on that and everything. Uh, just because we don't talk a whole lot of wrestling, and I, I continuously get more and more people, hey. You know, when's the next episode coming out? Are you guys going to talk wrestling on the next episode? Yeah. Really, you know, we really like what you guys are doing. Um, stuff like that. And, you know, we always, if you're a frequent listener, you know that we're always, you know, plug in the shows that we're going to be on that week. And we record, you know, once, once a week for sure. Um, 
during football season, we'll be recording twice a week. Um, once a week will be our weekly picks for who's going to win the football games that week. And the other is we're going to have a topic to talk about or something like this where we just kind of fly by the seat of our pants, let you guys know what's going on, do a review on a wrestling show, uh, stuff like that. Yeah. You know, so, you know, we really appreciate you guys giving us that feedback and stuff that you want to talk about or hear us talk about. Um, yeah, and a lot of times, because we've been putting the polls out recently, this is the second poll that we've done, and the second time around, you guys have been more apropos to vote, as opposed to the last one, and me and Chip had this conversation, that if we were to put something wrestling-related in the poll, that that was going to win hands down, because yep. so many people want us to talk about wrestling outside of what we do they want to talk talk about AEW talk about you know the situation with Impact Wrestling talk about the situation with Ring of Honor you know talk about the controversy there there are going to be some topics that we will discuss in later episodes um especially like these internet wrestling community pages who think they know everything and they don't really know jack about professional wrestling other than what they see on television or what some dirt sheet writer tells them but we'll get into that at a different uh, time. Right now, though, we are going to take a quick commercial break. Uh, we're going to advertise Type TY's Tax Show, and we'll be right back after these messages. Got any plans October 5th, 2019? Dalton Fairgrounds it represents Clash at Carpet City 2. The proceeds to benefit the Carter Hope Center. See talents such as Joey Lynch, Gary J, Warhorse, Jake Murphy, Shane Daniels, Drew Game, Tiger Kid, The Movement, Chip Hazard, and Talon Williams, The Honey Badger, Chase Jordan, Thomas Shear, and Colt Cabana, and many more. Tickets start at $15 front row. Those are going fast. General admission, $10 for adults. Kids that are ages 6 to through 11 are $5, and kids under 6 are free with a paid adult admission. Groups of 8 or more, $5 each, but these are pre-purchase only. If you want your tickets, please call 706-226-7044. Doors open at 5.30, bell time is at 7 on the dot. Thank you to our sponsors, North Georgia Toyota, Price Busters, Lock Guys of Dalton, Georgia, Soul Sisters Boutique. Cleveland, Tennessee Bands, Shotdown South, Modern Woodman, Fraternal Financial, and not another freaking wrestling podcast. Be there. And we're back. Um, so, Talon. Yes, sir. Did uh, did you hear about you know we were talking about a little bit of controversy earlier? Did you did you hear about what happened this weekend between Big Cass and Joey Janela? No, I did not. No. Oh, so apparently, uh, from what I've been reading, they uh, worked a couple shows together this weekend. Uh, they did one Friday night, one Saturday night. Okay. And uh, Saturday night, Big Cass like 
lays into Joey Janela and punches him in the face. Uh, and was this during a match or was no, this like backstage? No, this was backstage. Okay. Uh, said that he was taken up for his friend Enzo or whatnot because you know Joey and, and Enzo got beef. Yeah, at that Blink One Eighty Two concert. Yep, yep. Uh, so Pat Buck, who it was Pat Buck's last show, last right. indie show, he right. just signed with WWE. Congratulations. He, he uh confronted Cass and punched him in the face and then Cass um, they called the cops and he started talking about he was going to kill himself and everything and Joey says he's not going to press charges because he thinks that Big Cass just really needs some help wow Um, you don't think he's falling off the wagon do you some people are thinking that he he may have fallen off the wagon that it may be drug or alcohol related um that's sad too, I, man. I do think, um, I do think Cass has some mental health issues. Yeah, he he has documented uh, in the past that you know he suffers from depression and stuff like that. Um, and some people are saying that he he looks like he may be on steroids. Mm. So if you couple steroids and um, mental health issues. Maybe I don't have mental health issues, and I don't use steroids. But maybe that's a, a lethal combination, you know, where he's he's getting pissed because of the steroids. You know, because there's roid rage. Right. Uh, you know, we've heard all about that for years. Mm-hmm. But also, you know, with his mental health issues, it's just not coping well. You know, I I do think he he needs to see you know somebody for some help. Right, and not to mention there was also I mean if he fell off the wagon he started he's starting to drink again and that's another thing that can add to the depression and can add to you know because I don't I don't think you're supposed to mix alcohol with a cycle of steroids I don't know if that's a feasible thing or not which oh. I don't know some people do it I don't, I don't know. think you're really supposed to make, mix alcohol with anything any kind of you know drugs um, right but some I means I mean the only thing we can do man honestly man just pray for the guy man because he yeah. he's in need man so you know you know which the whole issue but 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 it, here's my thing you're taking up for Enzo which I understand that's your boy you take it up for him yeah but how long ago was that incident between Janela and it it doesn't Enzo? matter man it doesn't matter I, you're my friend and if somebody tried to pump you three weeks ago and I seen them tomorrow I'd pump them. Right. So, you know, that makes that's sense. just that's just the way it is. Um, but I, cast, man, though. I do I do want to say kudos to Joey for you know saying he wasn't going to press charges and trying to get Cass some help and right. everything because I don't think sitting in jail is you know going to help the guy. No, it, it, but, but aside from that, we're gonna talk a little bit of Clash of Champions. So we had two two matches on the pre-show. Uh, Drew Gulak, he, uh, cruiserweight champion. Drew Gulak was the cruiserweight, cha- or is the cruiserweight champion, and he defended in a three-way against Humberto Carol. I'm not sure how you said this guy's last name. I just always call him Humberto. It's and uh, Lince Dorado. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, I thought it was a good match. Uh, Gulak won, of course, retained right. the cruiserweight title. Uh, you said you watched the highlights. Did I did you see that. Yeah, I did seen you see the highlights. From I that seen match? that 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 crazy like 
I don't know how he did it, but it was some kind of flip. Uh, Humberto did this some crazy flip, like into an arm drag. Dude, that dude just kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah, you seen? I seen him on 205 Live, um, a while back, and I can't remember the match he had. I want to say it was with Kalisto, or if it was in a tag team match against somebody. It was, it was either, it was either, uh, it was either. Uh, Kaliso or Grand Metalik, but I mean, dude, dude impressed me that night, and uh, he was on NXT for a couple of shows, and then next, you know, he just bursted on the scene at 205 Live. Right. And this, and if I'm not mistaken, this was this guy's like very first pay per view. Yeah. You know, so for his pay per view debut, he actually did impress, you know, some people. Yeah. So, you know, I thought that was really, you know, really cool. Um, Gulak won the match. Um, they're really pushing him, you know. But did you did you also hear the rumor that 205 Live could be ending and that the Cruiserweight Championship could be a part of NXT on Wednesday nights when they go to Wednesday nights? I haven't heard that rumor yet. I, but I, I, I they were talking about they were talking about it on. Uh, I wouldn't be too mad about it. Me neither. Uh, I, I think the Cruiserweights need to get a little more. Um, exposure uh, so the second match on the pre-show was AJ Styles defending the US title against Cedric Alexander now this match was short it was it was under five minutes uh, AJ retained the title uh, but Cedric had a, a really good showing in, in the short match then they uh, I think they're they're building Cedric for something else uh, because after AJ won he uh called down the OC Gallows and Anderson right and they put a, another beat down on Cedric so I think they're building Cedric for something else but maybe another know, match with AJ at Hell in the Cell possibly or it, it's definitely possible um, you think it was kind of you think it's a bad thing that and and I know people are going to look at this the way that they're going to look at it is they think oh well he he went from being WWE champion on like the semi or or main event to now he's the quote unquote main event on the pre-show. Um, do you think some, about AJ Styles? Yeah, do you think some people look at that as more of a demotion for AJ, or is it, or is it like we think you're so good, you can we can put you in this spot and you can elevate that pre-show for people to watch more of it? Because let's be honest, about most people don't watch the pre-shows, you know, most of the time. And, uh, no, you're right. They don't. You know, um, if you get I don't big... think it's a demotion. Uh, I mean, you know, uh, it just there was wasn't much of a storyline. I don't think there was much of a storyline with with that title mm -hmm. and the the synopsis of Clash of the Champions. Just every title is on the line, right? So it's, it's kind of hard, especially if you have one, two, three, four, five, six. Seven, eight, nine, ten, like a ton of titles. You have like basically twelve championships in the company, right? So, so yeah, so if any twelve matches on the main card, that would right. Yeah. So uh, then we move on to the the opening match of the actual pay per view, where uh, Seth Rollins and Braun Strowman are teaming. They're the Raw Tag Team Title or Tag Team Champions, right? And they're going to defend against the newly formed tag team of. Robert Root and Dolph Ziggler. Okay. Also later in the night, Seth Rollins has to defend Fendi. the Universal title against his current tag team partner, Braun Strowman. Strowman. Right. Um, Robert Root and Dolph Ziggler is a tag team I didn't know that I wanted until I seen it. Is it is it like a rehash of Kurt Henning 
it is very oh, much Rick Kurt Henning, Rick Rudin-esque. Right. Uh, and I think that's why they did it. Uh, this was a, a really good match. I, I really enjoyed it. It was a solid opener. Uh, they put Rude and Ziggler over. They're the new Raw Tag Team Champions. Which, which makes sense if, if later on the night Seth and Strowman are going to um, you know, battle for the Universal Championship. It kind of makes sense right. to get the bills. They did a, they did a miscue thing where Strowman was going for a shoulder tackle into Rude. Roots, uh, or he hits Rude, who then bumps into Rollins, who takes a header into the second turnbuckle. Mm-hmm. And then... Um, uh, Strowman, sorry, had a brain fart there for a second. <laughs> right. Uh, Strowman uh, charges Ziggler. Ziggler low bridges him, pulls the top rope down. Boom. Uh, so then Strowman's out, and uh, Rude hits Seth Rollins with his uh, glorious DDT for the finish. Nice. The one, two, three. Um, so I thought that was a really good match. Okay. And that uh, we followed that with uh, SmackDown Women's Champion Bailey, mm-hmm. newly turned heel, by the way. Uh, is she? I can't tell. She. she I is. can't tell. Okay. Um, newly turned heel Bailey de- defeated Charlotte right in less than four minutes. Less than four minutes. The 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 match was was what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, whatever whatever something happened. Bailey's down on over the lane over the bottom turnbuckle, and she takes the turnbuckle pad off and drop toe holds Charlotte into it and pins her real quick. One, two, three. Okay. Rolls out of the ring, grabs the belt, and hauls ass up the ramp. Okay. So. So are they making her more of a chicken shit heel? Are they trying to make her more of a chicken shit heel? I mean, I think that's from the character that she was. Mm-hmm. This happy-go-lucky, inflatable arm tubes, and all that. Right. To, you know, a freshly turned heel. She's only been heel uh, just a couple of weeks, okay. I, I think. You know, so she's just really trying to get her footing in that role. Right. So it makes sense for her to be a chicken shit heel. Right. Does uh, it feel right, though? Like, I mean, is, is, in in the grand scheme of things, does it feel right, her being because... From from everything I've been told, like she did, she hasn't changed her gear, she hasn't changed her music. She, it's more of the same thing, but it's more like now she wants to be the the role model. But it's but it's coming off more as no, she she hasn't changed her gear, she hasn't changed her music. Yeah, um, like I mean, I don't, I, I can't remember. I don't think that she's doing the wacky inflatable arm tube things. Okay, uh, but okay. Uh, it's then, interesting. Yeah. Uh, but then the ne- next match on the card, you've got the New Day, the the SmackDown Tag Team Champions, the okay. New Day, Big E and Xavier Woods, defending against the Revival, Scott Dawson and Dash Walter. I bet that, I bet that was a great match. <laughs> that was, it was a really good match. Uh, it, it got crazy. Uh, there was a This Is Awesome chant, which, you know, coming with, with the Revival being in the, the match and the New Day, the, they just they gel so well together. Right. Uh, I thought it was it was really good. Uh, they did a thing. I think uh, Xavier might be hurt because they did a thing where they ripped his gear off and uh, did a gimmick to his knee. Okay. And they won the revival. 
won the SmackDown Tag Titles by submission. So they are the very first team in WWE history to be Raw, SmackDown, and NXT Tag Team Champions as a team. Now I know Jason I, I, Jordan. I know Jason Jordan has won all three championships, but they've been with different partners. But with right, well, 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 he was him and Chad Gable won the NXT and the SmackDown tag titles, but he, but Jason Jordan won the Raw tag team titles with Seth Rollins. Right. So, but Revival are the only team that has won title all three titles together. You know what I'm saying? So, that is that is correct. So, so yeah. So and with Fox picking up SmackDown and SmackDown fixing to go, you know, Friday nights on Fox, you know, it shows how much faith they have in the revival to say, yeah, we want these guys to be our tag team champions going forward into the future. Yes. You know, big, big ups to those guys. Definitely. Definitely. (laughs) Uh, Next matchup was the women's tag team match. Uh, Champions Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross are going to defend against Fine and Divine. Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville. Okie dokie. Uh, I, I like the tandem of Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. I also like the tandem of Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville. Right. This match did not generate that. It, it just, they didn't mesh well together. Right. It was, there, it was, was very some, bland, very. Well, no, there was a lot of miscues and stuff. Um, it just didn't. They it didn't, didn't seem to. They didn't seem to mesh well. They didn't have chemistry. Right. Um, I don't know how many times they wrestled each other or whatnot. I think they've only wrestled one of the time before this, right? They was, it was like a SmackDown going into the pay-per-view or something like that two weeks beforehand? I think so. Okay. So, it, it just didn't mesh well. It, it looked kind of sloppy. Um, but Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross retained after Nikki Cross hit a um, top rope neck breaker Ooh, okay. uh, kind of exactly the same finish that Joey Sparks uses gotcha okay uh, I so that was it, the finish was nice but the, the match just seemed not kinda, there do you, you think they felt more thrown together it just felt like they didn't have chemistry right uh, so um, next matchup was Shinsuke Nakamura defending the Intercontinental Championship against the Miz. Are uh, they doing the thing with the Miz now, where he's trying to get to his ninth Intercontinental title or his tenth Intercontinental title? Or well, like he he will if he wins the title, the Intercontinental title again. He will tie he will tie Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho, even though they will not say Chris Jericho's name. <laughs> they they made mention of him tying the record last night right. if he wins. Okay. But they didn't mention who the record holder currently is. Right. The record holder currently is Chris Jericho. Right. Um, if Miz wins, he becomes the second, you know, he, he's tied the record. Right. So. Right. The match itself, though, how was... Uh, well, uh, before we get to that, Sami Zayn is now in Shinsuke Nakamura's corner. Okay. Sami Zayn comes out and he's got this neck brace on. Um, kind of reminiscent of uh, Freddie Blassie. Okay. Uh, no, not Freddie Blassie. Well, it was Freddie Blassie that used to wear the neck brace, he right? used to, Yeah, he used to wear the neck yeah, brace. Yeah. He'd come out with the cane and yeah. all that different stuff. Yeah. Uh, the match itself was was, was good. Uh, you know, Sammy played the chicken shit heel. He would, you know, kind of 
distract the Miz right. uh, when needed, and it didn't take away from the match, and it didn't take away from Nakamura. Right. Um, the finish. So. I, I did see the highlight of this. The finish. I, I think they said was like Miz hits Skull Crusher finale. Sammy gets on, distracts the ref. Yes. Miz goes after Sammy, goes tries to chase him around the ring. Sammy slides in the ring, and as soon as Miz get, gets into the ring, uh, Nakamura Nakamura hits him with the uh, Kinshasa and wins the match. Yeah. That's perfect heel shit, though, especially if you have a good... It was. If you have a good mouth... I guess mouth will which I don't know what they've been doing with Sammy as of late. I don't know if it's been... He's is, having is, fun. Is he healing? Okay. He's having fun. I don't know if maybe he was healing an injury and they said, hey, or give you this for right now. Uh, he you might know. be healing a, an injury, but uh, he's having fun. Okay. So, uh, next up is Becky Lynch defending the Raw Women's Championship against the newly returned Sasha Banks. Right. Um, How was that? It was really good. Okay. It was solid. Sasha Banks has gotten so much better in her time off. Okay. Uh, not that she was terrible to begin with, but she's gotten even better. Right. Heel Sasha Banks is way better than babyface Sasha Banks. I, I definitely think so. Uh, so. So during her time off, during her five months off, she, uh, you know, she went over to Japan and trained right. and everything. Uh, they actually put a, a special out on the network. And it's, it's talking, it's Sasha talking about the reason why she, basically she quit and everything. And, right. you know, as a wrestler, I, I felt for her. Right. I understood it because it's also a reason why I took time off. Uh, just recently, I took six months off, right? You know, away from wrestling and everything. She just wasn't having fun anymore. Yeah. The, the one thing that she absolutely loved, she was starting to hate. So she just walked away. Yeah. She, you know, a lot of people are going to look at it. Oh, she took her ball and went home. She's getting paid to do what right. she yeah. enjoys. And, and, for every, yeah, and for everybody who ever who ever said that, like getting so upset. Here's the thing that I don't get, and this goes back to the whole IWC people talking shit about stuff they don't know nothing about. People berated Sasha Banks for the decision, and I'm sitting here thinking, well, did you berate Neville for the same reason? Did you berate CM Punk? Did you berate Steve Austin? Because all of them did the exact same thing Sasha Banks did. Why are you? Why are you? Why is it a big deal when Sasha Banks does it, but it wasn't a big deal when these other three people did it? Right. That's hypocrisy, guys. I'm sorry to tell you. Yeah. And we'll get into that in a different episode. But go ahead. So, um, this was the the second longest match of the night, by the way. Okay. And Sasha Banks wins. Okay. By disqualification. Uh, there was a spot where she grabbed a chair, slides it in. The ref goes to the chair, throws it out. She grabs another chair. She hits Bailey, or not Bailey, hits Becky, Becky Lynch with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, covers one, two. Becky kicks out. Becky grabs the chair, goes to hit her. Uh, Sasha moves. Becky hits the ref, causing the disqualification, causing the DQ. A brawl ensues. They fight all over the arena. <laughs> right. Um, back into the ring. Finally, they get broke up and. It's announced that Sasha wins via DQ, but because it was a DQ, Becky retains the title. Right. Yeah, which which leads me to think that they're going to be doing something at Hell in a 
Cell. Possibly a Hell in a Cell match. Who knows? We could be going all over the arena like that. Well, that could be a precursor to, hey, let's get these ladies confined in a space. So that yes, could possibly be a I, Hell in a Cell match. I read this morning that after that, fans took to Twitter and were tweeting to WWE that they want. Like, they're demanding... Sasha Banks versus Becky Lynch in a Hell in a Cell match be, yeah. at the Hell in a Cell pay-per-view. So, clearly they did something great. Right. If you got fans going and tweeting to the company, we demand this. Right. So, great. Kudos to them. Awesome. Uh, next matchup is Kofi Kingston defending the WWE Championship against Randy Orton. From what I was told, this was a good match, but it, it was slow at times. It was slow at times, but it made sense. Right. You know, Randy Orton's the apex predator. Uh, very methodical. Very, very methodical. Slow. Very slow and very deliberate right. in the way he does stuff. People um, hate Randy Orton for that reason. I think, it, I think that's what makes him one of the better performers in WWE right now. Oh, most definitely. Know? Most definitely. Uh, very solid match. Longest match of the night. And uh, Kofi finally pulls out the win over Randy Orton. First right. time in his career. Right. So he, they finally got that done. Um, would it lead to something else later down the road? Or do you think that that's it I, for now? And then Kofi's going to move on to I, somebody else. I don't think that it, it should lead to anything else. I think it just... I think their story should be done and let's move on to something else. Although it's the WWE, so we may see well, Kofi the, and Orton in a hell in a cell. Either that or don't, isn't there another event? Isn't there like a Saudi Arabia show before or after hell in a cell? I'm, I'm not sure. Okay. I'm not sure. Um, but it was, it was, it was a very good match. Um, Orton actually hit the RKO Kofi got his feet on the ropes. Right. One with Trouble in Paradise. It, it was it was a really solid. Yeah, I match. seen that Trouble in Paradise. It looks snug. Oh yeah. Now um, our semi-main event was not a title match. This was actually a no disqualification match pitting Roman Reigns mm -hmm. versus Eric Rowan. Now you haven't been watching the product, so but I'm sure you've heard the, these these mishaps or whatnot with Roman where like scaffolding's fallen on him and he's just you know yeah, barely gotten I've, out of the way I've, I've, I've been keeping up with the stories there's the, the the car crash and the, the storyline was all pointing towards Daniel Bryan right well Daniel. originally it was it was pointed to Samoa Joe at first right they they thought that Joey could have been Joe could have been involved with it yeah and it turns out the car crash happened as they was in a conflict with each other or something like that right, right. and then it's like okay Joe, it wasn't Joe and then they then they said Buddy Murphy had something to do with it then there was you know, know which from what I heard Buddy Murphy wasn't even supposed to be in the shot and then he was in the shot so they had to bring him on and then next thing you know he has an incredible match with Roman Reigns on SmackDown well, which elevated his stock. And then had a, uh, an incredible match with Daniel Bryan the week after. Right. Uh, it was really good. But it turns out that it was Eric Rowan. Okay. And Daniel Bryan had no part of it. And I will tell you, Eric Rowan absolutely showed me something in this match. Okay. Uh, now, whether it was the chemistry he has with Roman Reigns or whatnot, I thoroughly enjoyed this match. Okay. Uh 
it set Eric Rowan to a whole nother level, in my opinion. Um, they're, I mean, they're fighting all over, crazy stuff's happening, whatever, whatever. And all of a sudden, Eric Rowan's like down the ramp. They, they wind up at the top of the ramp. Uh, Eric Rowan's down the ramp, and Rain starts running. He's Looks like he's spear. the spear. Okay. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, he just eats his big-ass boot. Okay. And at first, you're like, shit. You know, Rowan caught him. Right? Right. No, camera pans back. And it's the returning Luke Harper. Yeah. Who, if you follow dirt sheets, Dave Meltzer just said last week they were going to pay him to sit at home. They had no... no. No plan. No plan. Creative has nothing him. for you. Nothing. Uh, Vince McMahon didn't see anything in Luke Harper. No. Nope. Guess what? He's back. Mm-hmm. And he's in there with Roman Reigns. Yeah. Vince's guy. Yep. So, how much? How much did he not give a shit about uh, Luke Harper enough to say, "All right, we're gonna let you and your former tag team partner beat." the hell out of the top guy right now. Yep. Because even though Roman's not the WWE or the Universal Champion or not even in, in really in any big title stories right now, he is technically still the top guy in the company. Yep. So, I mean, for, for Vince to put Luke Harper and Eric Rowan in that, in that situation, you know, I think it's good for everybody. I think it's good for both of them. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, and then the main event is... Seth Rollins defending the Universal title against Braun Strowman. Right. A fucking plus match. Okay. They made Braun Strowman look a whole lot stronger than Brock Lesnar. Okay. All right. So, um, Seth retains. Right. But it takes four stomps and a pedigree to put Braun down. You would think, when are they finally going to give Strowman his due and say... Does he, does he need it? He doesn't need it. However, we do live in a world where it's like everybody everybody would like to see people get validated. You know, and people is like, man, you know, he needs he needs to pick up this title. He, we need to see his... We need, there needs to be a coronation or a validation. And people shit all over Roman Reigns for, oh, well... Vince McMahon is pushing Roman Reigns down our throats because he wins all the time and he wins and, you know, he defies the odds and all this, that, and the other. And it's like, how many times has Seth Rollins, quote-unquote, defined the odds against guys like Strowman and guys like Lesnar and people like that? And they just accept it and be like, yay, you know, Seth is still our guy, you know? Exactly. Like, what what's, what makes Seth... And don't hit me with the bullshit of like, oh, well, Seth is a better wrestler. Dude, everybody in WWE is a good wrestler. Wesley wouldn't be there. Regardless of what you, whatever your work rate uh, standard is, everybody in WWE can at least wrestle competently enough to where they can get by. You know what I mean? And in terms of character development, is Roman Reigns' character force-fed? Maybe it is, but I mean, how is his different any different than Seth Rollins' character? They both came from the same group. You know what I mean? So Exactly. I don't know. Exactly. Um, so... Seth Rollins wins. He's celebrating up on the ramp. Lights go out. Lights come back on. There's the fiend. Yep. Hits him with uh, Sister Abigail. Right. Lights go out. Lights come back on. He has him in the, the mandible, mandible claw. claw. Yeah, I've seen that part. Uh, 
which, and all the spooky sounds and grunts and people which screaming. tells me they're setting up for um, Seth Rollins versus The Fiend probably going into Hell in a Cell yeah um <clears throat> I think it's going to be a phenomenal program, a phenomenal match. We'll see where it goes. I am glad that they're finally doing something with Bray Wyatt that doesn't bury him every single week. I'm glad they're protecting this new character that they got with him. I'm glad that they're... Oh, the FCC hates it. Oh. Oh, the the, the FCC hates it? According to Dave Meltzer. Right. Okay, what did Dave... So what Dave Meltzer said that... What, that the character is just too scary or something like that? Yeah. And oh then, my God! Don't watch The what? Walking Dead, Dave. That's scarier than anything else on television exactly. right now. Come on, uh, man. Vince McMahon said they have no. Dave Meltzer put out a report that said that <clears throat> due to complications from the FCC, they were going to discontinue the Fiend character. Right. Vince McMahon came out and said we have no no ideas no thoughts to discontinue this character so I, I just find it funny because everyone um takes dave Meltzer's word as god i'm not, I'm not, I'm not don't get me wrong dude i'm not knocking dave Meltzer, man i mean by all means dave make your money because i would love to be able to make a living on stuff i've never done before you know what i mean so but let's not get into that rant just now talent we don't have the time we don't have the time right now. Try, time. this will be a long rant we, we're gonna yeah, we'll be here till three o'clock in the afternoon if I keep going. <laughs> Sorry, guys, that will be on another on the next episode. It might not be the very next episode. The next episode we got going on is going to be the um, football. Uh, Later pick-ums. this week, we'll record our week three NFL pickums. Um, EWA this Friday night. We have EWA Chattanooga. this Friday night. Sunday we have Revive, where we defend. Our revived tag team titles against Wayne, Wayne Moxie, Moxie and Frankie Swamp Tower, yeah. Swamp Water, Swamp Donkey, whatever your last name is. Just show up to wrestle and we'll be fine, okay? That's right. Anyway. Uh, with that being said, we thank you again. <clears throat> thank you for showing us love and support that you do. Thank you for listening to us each and every week. Just simply thank you. And with that, this has been Movement Radio. I am Chip Hazard. And I am Talon Williams. We'll see you. Bye.